the What to Read Next podcast helps you build a TBR of future favorite books. In each episode, Lori and Maine interviews authors and book influencers to recommend books they loved for you to pick up today. If you're an avid reader, always looking for your next favorite read, then the show's for Hi, Annie. Welcome to What to Next podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. So happy to have you here. So tell us what you've been up to. Um, working on deadlines, just, mm-hmm. you know, trying to keep up with deadlines, um, and dipping my toe in new genres with my writing. So mm-hmm. that's been kind of keeping me busy juggling the different genres and learning the different, you know, ropes of the new genres. Mm-hmm. So that's keeping me busy and my kids. Yeah. You know, family, kids, all the other yeah. work, you know, yeah. And we, you know, and today we're chatting about last time you were here, you were talking about small town romance and that was your series. And now we're chatting about your YA debut. So tell us a little about Match Breaker Summer. Um, so yeah, this is my first uh, young adult romance. I was super excited last year when the opportunity came along. Mm-hmm. Um, an editor put out feelers for peeps, anybody who was interested in writing a YA romance. And, you know, I love romance. And so I thought, well, you know, I'd love to write a YA romance. So I came up with an idea one afternoon. Um, It kind of came together very quickly and my agent pitched it to her. And the next day I had an offer. So it's come together really quickly. And I'm I'm super excited because, you know, this would be the first book that I can share with my children because I have two boys in middle school. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is um, for ages 12, you know, ideally from 12 to 15. But, you know, you know, they can even an adult could read it. You know, I think, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, so it's a story, it's a rom-com about two teenagers in a summer camp mm-hmm. and which was one of the, I didn't realize it at the time when I pitched it, but the editor was actually looking for a summer camp book. So it kind of worked out perfectly. Um, and the two teenagers are kind of like oil and water, you know, enemies, they don't like each other and they come together for a common purpose to break up the heroine's mom and her new fiance, because Mm -hmm. if she doesn't break them up, they're going to sell the camp at the end of the summer and move away. Mm. So that's where the match breaker comes in. Instead of matchmakers, they're match breakers and they're trying to break up the, the mom and the new fiance. So it's an anti-parent trap. Like we're not parent trapping. We're going the opposite way. (laughs) It's got very parent trap vibes. Yeah. I, I felt the parent trap vibes. And I love that movie growing up. So maybe that had a little to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think you have me at like summer camp. Like there's something to be said about like there's summer break and like having, being away from your family, being away from school and being in this bubble where you're your friends, you're outdoors, you're doing all these different things and you yeah. figure out who you are, you know, which is actually like a big tenet of YA is like, it's figure out who you are as an, as an individual. Yeah. 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 And it's the heroine's family's summer camp. So she's kind of grown up in the summer camp atmosphere. So it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So what was, what was some of the challenges or some of the, what are some of the rewards too of writing YA, you know, trying this new genre? Well, my romance, like my adult romance, they're all third person point of view. So, you know, he and she did this and the YA is first person point of view. So like, I was in the head of the hero or the heroine, depending on which point of view I was writing at the time. And like, I walked down the street, you know, it was just very changing. The point of view was a lot of fun, actually. Like 
getting that is it was a totally new voice like my critique partner she read it and she's like this this is a new voice for you um because you change your voice because you're just writing something totally different mm -hmm. so it was it was very creative i would say something new got my creative juices flowing do you see yourself writing first point of view for romance or is that something you're going to stick to quiet for yeah i think it would if it feels more like a YA voice for me. Like I know other authors can write that adult voice in first person. And I've tried a little bit before, but it doesn't come out very natural for me. Whereas when I tried the YA, it came out very natural. Um, so I think for my adult, it's going to stick to the third person. And I'll, I'll save the first person for YA. I think that's a great way to compartmentalize each one of the genres. You have like the specific voice that you're writing for, as opposed to you know, like having, having to switch around, you know, from one back to the other. So. Yeah. And it's what came naturally in my day job. Cause I still have a day job. I work in the school system. Mm -hmm. And so one of my schools is a high school. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm wondering if that's where the voice comes from. Like, I feel that, <laughs> that, that very, yeah. Yeah. You probably are connected to high school students. So it's probably easier to understand, like to hear it hear the voices yeah. and maybe it's easier to just get in their head and be like okay this is what you're thinking you know yeah as opposed to being like you know no who should probably you have connections with friends and family and all those different things but it's not the same as like you know being the mind of a small town adult you know yeah fall in love. <laughs> yeah but they were both romances so yep. I was still in that romance genre so it wasn't too far of a stretch for me yeah um, so let's chat about your fervor. I was I was telling you that I binge on the new series last fall, and I'm like dying for the next book in the series. So tell us all about it. Um, it's gonna it's coming as a trade paperback, correct? Yeah, uh, actually, the last book in the series that just came out um, at Christmas time was my first trade. Mm. Do I have a oh I have a copy? Um, so it's my first trade book that I've ever had on ah! uh, own podcast, so that the, the listeners can't see it. Um, but that was very exciting. And so the next one's also going to be trade size for me. Um, so the next one comes out in July and it's called the true love bookshop. And it's going to be Tessa's story. Tessa's the owner of the bookstore and uh, river river is a private investigator. So that's my happy couple. And she hires river um, as a PI for herself mm -hmm. to investigate her late husband. She's discovered that he's got some secrets and she wants to know what he was hiding. Mm, oh my gosh, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Was, for the I really enjoyed that story. Yeah, I can imagine. I think there's like a little bit, I think being in the mind of a PI is and so, and so fascinating because they're investigating different things and trying to like figure things out. You know? I know. And I'm such, I'm not a PI person or like, you know, but I always want to like go into the cop mind or the. Yeah. I think well, I read too much suspense. Well, I think there's something unique about like, it's a curiosity mind. I work in healthcare and I work in investigations of healthcare. And so there's something to be said about this curiosity of like following the trail, the breadcrumbs of like, oh, like so-and-so said this and th this is next step, next step, next step. You yeah. know, there's something to like, gives you that little bit of suspense, as you mentioned, a little twisty yeah. and turny, you know. And that's what me and my husband, when we watch our show, like shows on TV, we always navigate towards like a detective show or a police show or, you know, any kind of like solving a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's like right up our alley. So yes. <laughs> oh, I love this. Um, so let's chat some, what are you currently reading? If you're reading something or what are some book recommendations you recommend our listeners to pick up? I do have a book that I'm currently, I just started it. It's called, and it's from Underlined, which is the imprint that my YA is coming out in. Random House has an um, imprint called Underlined for young yep. adults. And so this is called My Epic Spring Break Up by Kristen Rockaway. Mm-hmm. And I just started it and it's going to be super, super cute. Um, I'm actually doing a virtual launch for my YA on April 5th. Mm. And she's going to be, she's going to be on there with me, kind of asking me questions and talking about her book while also asking me about my book. So I'm reading her book and I'm loving it so far. Um, I have, well, I didn't bring the books to show you, but I did bring a list of books that, that I recently liked. There was another YA from the same imprint called, uh, I think it was called 11 Paper Hearts. Ooh. And I really enjoyed that one. Let me make sure I got this. Yes, 11 Paper, paper Hearts. It was so cute because I have, I love an amnesia trope mm-hmm. for some reason. And there's really yeah. not that many out there yeah. when you go looking for them. And it was a young adult romance with an amnesia trope. And it was so cute. And you really didn't know what was going on until the end because someone is sending her paper hearts mm-hmm. and she's solving a mystery through the book. So really cute. I really loved it. Um, and I didn't write the author's name down. I'll I should have written it in the show notes. <laughs> okay. Um, I always have to have my notes with me because I can never remember. Oh, I think I recommend this one like every interview lately. In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. Mm-hmm. I, that was my favorite book that I read last year. I just really loved it. I had kind of a withdrawal after I read the book because I loved the characters so much. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read that one? I did. And it was like fun, like Groundhog's Day in the holiday, yeah. in the holiday setting, same close proximity in a cabin in Utah, just all things happening, you know? Yeah. There's something about that book and the the hero and the heroine and like the voices. I just really love that book. Um, So I can't recommend that one more highly. I love it. And then I read a book called The Rehearsals Mm -hmm. and I I did not write down the author of that one. I think it's something Christy. I think you're right. Annette Christy. Um, So that's a time loop romance. Mm -hmm. I was reading a lot of time loop loop (laughs) romances because I recently wrote one for women's fiction. It's going to come out next year. Oh, oh my so god! I was just kind of feeling out the feeling out the trope. So wait, you're writing women's fiction now? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I so just stick my dip my toes in everything. Um, yeah. But that's that's as far as I go. I can't write, you know. It is okay. So, or so what can we expect with your women's fiction? Is it like more of family drama or a journey or heroine's journey? for my women's fiction it has like magical elements to it all I pitched three and I sold three and they're all going to have magical elements with a strong dose of romance because I love romance Mm -hmm. Um, so they're all a little bit different you know I have the adult romance that's just straight small town contemporary and my women's fiction will be romance with some fantasy kind of magic I love this. Oh my gosh. You're a busy yeah. woman. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, you have to do something during this pandemic, right? Yeah, that's very true. You can't go out. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't go out. So this is awesome. So any tell us where you can find you online. Um, I have a website. 
I had to write that down too so I could remember. <laughs> www.annierains.com. And of course, with, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. You can just find me, Annie Rains Books. So Annie, A-N-N-I-E, Rains, R-A-I-N-S, Books. Um, and I think that is also my name for Twitter. I'm not on Twitter very much. I mostly hang out on Facebook and Instagram. I love this. Yeah, it is all good. So, so thank you, Abby, for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. Today's episode's partner is Libra FM. If you're an audiobook listener, then you should add Libra FM as your go-to source for paid audiobooks. Libra FM makes it possible for you to buy audiobooks to your local bookstore. Memberships start at $14.95, and they also have great sales for women's audiobooks each month for $3.99, thanks to the Kiss Club. To sign up for Libra FM, please visit whattoreadnextblog.com slash LibraFM. You will receive a free audiobook when you sign up for a monthly subscription. If you purchase a subscription through our link, you will be supporting the podcast at no cost to you. The What to Read Next podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Please visit frolic.media slash podcast to discover new shows to tune in. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.